0: everyone's having a good week but it's time to get vulnerable welcome back to skinny stories to tell in the dark hello my friends i am two iced coffees deep right now so i am talking really fast for one and then two i'm so excited to record this episode i have a ton to catch you guys up on and i also like whenever i spend a good hour sitting down and kind of planning an episode writing my thoughts down organizing them, looking for inspiration online. I don't know, I just get so passionate and pumped to record and I was going to record this tomorrow but now that I'm in the mood, we're sitting down, we're doing the damn thing. So yeah, today I'm going to be talking about how you can set your mental health up for success this new year. My episode that I uploaded last, I believe, was about setting new year's intentions and stuff and today is going to be kind of about like how to actually achieve them but it's going to be focused around mental health because this is A mental health podcast so yeah I'm super excited to get on into it a lot of this stuff has to do with like methods I'm implementing currently to improve my mental health this new year and work towards goals and setting myself up for success in the future to feel better because as you guys know I've taken the past few months to do school online here in my hometown Portland Oregon rather than in New York so I'm still continuing at my college I'm just doing it online from here but I'm really taking the next four or five months of this semester to set my mental health up for success. And that's really my main reasoning for doing this semester online is so I have time to go to the therapy and other things I'm going to mention throughout this episode because I think it's super important because the reason I left New York was because I was struggling so much mentally. And yeah, so I'm just taking the next few months to set myself up for success at whatever school I go to next fall. And yeah, so that's what I'm going to be talking about this week. So let's get on into it. So, for this week, my rose kind of ties in with my life updates as well, but I guess I'll give it first. My rose is that I actually dyed my hair. I don't have any pictures of it, but it's kind of like... I don't know if you guys knew before I have naturally like dark brown hair and then I like in August I played around with bleach and lightened the ends a little bit not super noticeably but a little bit so I've been wanting more change and kind of wanting to go lighter all around and get kind of like an ashy look and part of me is like do I want to go blonde but that's kind of a big jump and also like you have to take a lot of months to do that because otherwise you will totally kill your hair so what I did is I went to a salon and I got it I don't know how to describe it it wasn't highlights but if I'll, I'll have pictures maybe i'll insert or i'll take a picture of myself but it's way lighter it's kind of a soft light color the lady called it bronze so like light brown slash blonde i don't know how to explain it but it's way lighter and i love it like it's, it's exactly what i wanted so that was super cool and that's kind of my rose for the week and yeah i like change especially with my hair and then now for my life updates i kind of have a lot but i'm gonna try not to make this like super long so overall i had a great holiday season spending time with my family my parents had work off some of the days so it was super great to spend time with them and i feel like that was also beneficial for my mental health because being here in portland even though i came here to be alone less because both my parents work full time and my brothers are in school i do spend a lot of time alone during the week so it was nice during the holidays to have everyone here and then i also got to see all my friends who are away at college so it was so great to see them and then Omar, my boyfriend, visited for like a week and a half here, so that was also great to spend time with him. And yeah, I have other updates. Um, I've had a lot of appointments going on lately, and I have a lot this week. So I started therapy, which I'll get into in a little bit, but that was, I had my first introductory appointment, which was great, and I'll get kind of more into that later in this episode. And then I also, the past two weeks, a little TMI, I've had a fucking ingrown toenail that has been killing me if you guys have had an ingrown toenail you know what i'm talking about it is so painful and i've been meaning to get it removed for like two weeks but then i went to seattle and yeah, I was supposed to go that day, didn't do it then, and it's been infected for those two weeks, super painful, I'm having to fucking soak it with Epsom salts all the time, it sucks, but tomorrow I have an appointment to get it removed, not looking forward to getting a fucking tourniquet around my toe and getting shots and having a scalpel to my toenail, but whatever, in the long run it'll make it better, and like I said I dyed my hair, and in a few weeks, on for Valentine's Day actually, I'm going to California to visit my boyfriend, so that will be fun, and yeah, I don't have classes yet still. I still have like two weeks till classes start for me. So I'm kind of bored, but I'm ready for classes to start and taking this time to be productive and apply for transfer things and apply to jobs and all that jazz. But that's kind of a very abbreviated version of what I've been up to. Like I said, don't want to bore you guys with all that. So with all of that being said, now I'm going to get into the main part of this episode and how to set your mental health up for success this year and how to achieve I wouldn't say mental health goals but just strive towards better mental health and well-being. So I wanted to start off my little chat here with a quote that I found online that I really related to actually. It says this quote was in the book Allies in, and Allies in Healing by Laura Davis and the author is Laura Hugh. So that is where this quote is from but it just says the healing process is best described as a spiral. Survivors go through the stages once, sometimes many times, sometimes in one order, sometimes in another. Each time they hit a different stage again, they move up in the spiral. They can integrate new inter- information and a broader range of feelings, utilize more resources, take better care of themselves, and make deeper changes. So this quote's just kind of about how the healing process isn't just in a straight line i guess like for me recovering from an eating disorder i've learned over the past few months that it isn't just the physical piece to it like sure you may restore your weight and whatnot and physically technically be healthy again but like your mental health is not there yet so i assumed like once i restored my weight that oh i don't have an eating disorder anymore but i definitely still do and still have certain habits and certain A lot of the mental thoughts about food and calories and whatnot are still there, which is why I'm going to therapy. But I feel like over the past month, few months, I guess, I've made a lot of self-discovery within the healing process. And even though I still feel like, oh, I'm not recovered, each time I hit a different point in this spiral, as the quote says, I am making improvements, learning about myself, learning how to take care of myself better. So that's why I wanted to include that quote, because if you guys are ever feeling like discouraged with recovery, it really is not A straight path like it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of ups and downs to get there so yeah I wanted to start off this little section with that so as for why I believe setting yourself up for success and kind of having goals and planning your recovery is important first of all I'm a very goal-oriented person and I don't not necessarily everyone fits into this like type a personality that i have but i love planning so much like my mom and i before we go on a trip that's like six months out we'll be like okay so when we get out from the airport at this time we're gonna take this bus here we're gonna get food here like i am a very much of a planner whether that be for better or for worse and whether it annoy people in my life or not so i think setting goals and having plans for myself especially with mental health is extremely helpful for me. And sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I can find it hard to accomplish some goals, especially with mental health stuff and like actually going to therapy or going to different appointments if I don't almost force myself into recovery by booking those appointments or making commitments that I have to stick to. And setting these goals and setting yourself up for success kind of gives a sense of purpose and stuff to look forward to because I know I have a lot of moments where I find myself feeling really hopeless and kind of feeling like, why is every day going to be like this, like what's the point, and just kind of negative thoughts like that. So I find that if I book things like physically in the calendar to feel like I have things going on, feel busy, whether that be just going to therapy or spending time with family or friends or going to events or whatnot, I find that super helpful. And manifesting already, like I talked about in my intention episode, is working towards those goals. But if you're actually like setting forth physical or like actionable I don't know what's it called, tangible steps right now, and things in the calendar and changes you're gonna actually implement. I think it's even more likely that the positive change will occur. So, as for what I'm doing myself to kind of set myself up for success, Like I said, I am going to therapy. This has been a long long kind of struggle for me. I've tried to go a few different times. It hasn't worked out for whatever reason, whether that be that I didn't feel like the therapist was a fit for me and then I moved back here to Portland from New York. And with my insurance, I think I talked about it to you guys, it was very frustrating. Like no places were calling me back for appointments or my insurance wasn't accepted by certain places. And then I didn't really go into this, but a few weeks ago, I went to a certain place that was like an eating disorder specialist and they did a big long like hour and a half or two hour evaluation on me where it was like mental health and then like they took my physical measurements and physical health and all that and then they told me that their program was too intensive so they referred me out again which felt very frustrating but this past week i guess is when i actually found a therapist i went to my first session last week which was great and I felt really good about it. I was a little nervous because I originally wanted to see a woman therapist, but I The guy who was recommended was a man, but he was highly recommended by the lady who did my mental health and eating disorder kind of evaluation for treatment. So I trusted her and I went with him and I had a very pleasant experience and I'm excited to be going back. My next appointment's tomorrow. So far I'll be going every week and yeah. So like I said, going to therapy. And then other things I'm doing are actually following suggestions that my therapist has told me during our sessions. And I haven't been weighing myself, which is, a big thing for me. I've been trying to focus on intuitive eating and kind of how I feel physically before or after eating certain things and how I feel in my clothes. I've also really been trying to focus rather than changing my body. I've been trying to work on accepting it and getting stronger. Like I still work out and go to the gym, but I've tried to change my mindset from wanting to lose weight because I don't need to lose weight to maintaining my weight, getting stronger and more toned, and I've actually been seeing like my arms look way more toned and I'm starting to get abs, which is really cool because I've never had that before and focusing on that as a win rather rather than getting smaller. And kind of just like I said, accepting my body for what it is because I've had so many ups and downs with this whole recovery thing that like I hit so many lows that I just got exhausted physically and mentally of trying to change my body, so I kind of hit the point where it's like, you better just accept it, bitch. Like, this is the body you're stuck with. Might as well love it and not be miserable about it. And then I've also been planning stuff to look forward to and staying busy with, like, different appointments or seeing friends and family, and within that is focusing on time spent with those who I care about and trying to always be surrounded by people because I find that I get less feelings of loneliness and isolation if I'm around friends and family and then I've also been trying to pick up some new hobbies that I'll talk about in a little bit so that's kind of what I'm personally doing now I'm gonna give you guys some more generic tips for you and yeah so you can kind of take what you will from this list so the first tip is goal intention setting. If you want a whole episode about setting goals and intentions and making them meaningful and my reasoning behind it, listen to last week's episode because I really went into that for a while. So once you have those goals and intentions, then you can kind of move forward with setting yourself up for success in other ways. So I think something that's super important when you're setting goals and whatnot, whether this be like personally related or like business or whatever they're about it's important to kind of check in with yourself and see how you're doing along the way so some questions that you can use to check in on your mental health include am I still as interested in everything as I used to be do I feel more irritated angry or on edge than normal am I drinking or using drugs more than I used to has the quality or quantity of my sleep diminished What's my appetite like? Has it changed? Do I have less energy than I used to? Have my loved ones commented on any changes in my mood or behavior? So when you reflect on those questions, you can kind of see how your mental health is doing and how your recovery is going. And I recommend maybe journaling and writing those answers down occasionally, like once a month, once a week. See, just check in with yourself. or writing down how your current mood is. I know they have these, some of these journals where you can like little stickers that (laughs) represent your mood or you can circle like one to ten how you're feeling that day so i think keeping track of how you're feeling and then reflecting on what other things were going on that day are good because then you can take what worked and what didn't work and apply that to days in the future so like i said if you went to a yoga class and you found yourself feeling much happier and more motivated throughout the rest of the day do that again because it's obviously helping another thing with this kind of progress tracking is make sure to share this with your treatment team or your family because I think including others in your recovery, even though it's hard, it's really important because they can kind of be a way to hold yourself accountable for everything. Like I mentioned for myself, schedule therapy appointments, maybe go to a place like I did um, and get an evaluation because they evaluated, like I was very honest about how I was feeling and the whole history and I gave like numbers with my weight and like my lowest points, highest points, stuff like that to the professionals and they kind of helped in deciding what treatment I needed in the future. And they went very in depth and it felt kind of good just being there because they kind of, it felt like they understood how I'm feeling and what I'm going through because they were specialists. So I recommend going to a specialist and maybe getting evaluation if you've struggled with like an eating disorder in the past, such as I have Um, and they for me they suggested I one go to a therapist and then also go to a dietitian so maybe they'll suggest something similar for you and whatnot. Something else I work on is a healthy wellness routine and make sure to only do this when you're ready and find balance because if you've had like orthorexia or anorexia or whatnot and other eating disorders you don't want to take part in behavior that was negative in the past I guess if that makes sense. So you really have to do it in balance and when you're ready. And for me, like going running has helped me kind of de-stress and get like an emotional release, I guess. Um, But I make sure to limit it because I only go to the gym like 25 to 30 minutes. Because if you're there for hours, then you might be falling back into disordered habits again. So you don't want to do that. You also want to prioritize your sleep because... Sleep can have a very negative or positive effect on your day. If you're running low on sleep, everything, I don't know, like a lot of people will get grumpy in the morning or whatnot or throughout the day. And I find that if I have no sleep, I can be way more irritable and just have poor mental health throughout the day. So definitely try to get your sleep. I know it's hard. Another technique for kind of combating negative thoughts and improving your mental health is distraction. And I had an episode about coping where I touched on that some distractions may not be good, like drugs and alcohol, versus other distractions such as time with others, or finding new hobbies can be good. And for me, I'm picking up some new hobbies. I've been learning calligraphy, and that's been really calming. Or I've been painting. I don't find myself very artistic, but I just find painting with like watercolors or oil paint or whatnot, very relaxing. And I find the hours like fly by. So that's been helpful for me. And then I also want to learn a new instrument. I used to play violin in elementary school. So I either want to pick that up again, or I really want to learn piano. Something else that I've been doing lately is journaling. This could be either like with a gratitude journal or manifestation journal, like writing down your goals every day or just your thoughts. And this podcast is almost like a audio journal for myself and I find it therapeutic just writing down your thoughts and taking them out of your head kind of allows you to focus on them less and just kind of get them out somewhere something else that can be helpful is if you do have a bad day is releasing that negative energy something my therapist suggested is kind of labeling those thoughts so like for me I have a lot of thoughts about like food and body image And if those thoughts come, I can label them as like, oh, this is an eating disorder thought. And then that's all the energy I give it. I don't focus on the thought. I don't go into it. Just label it as what it is and kind of move on, like accept it. You don't have to deny it. Like accepting the thought is super important, but then just kind of move on after that. Or you can, if you want to do like a physical action, you could write these thoughts on paper and then crumple them and throw them out physically. Or you can maybe do some type of exercise, like running or maybe boxing, if you're angry. (laughs) Another suggestion for my therapist is to plan your thoughts. So one of my biggest things I'm working on is focusing less of my thoughts on like food-related things or body image-related things. So my therapist suggested to me that I plan what I'm going to think about, even though it sounds silly. Then you focus less of your thoughts and your mind on the stuff you're trying to get through, I guess. So, like, instead of thinking about food or what I'm gonna eat or tracking calories and fitness, my therapist said to choose other things that are important to me and think about those. So, like, that could be like your family or your friends and think about them and like what you love about them or what you wanna do to be a better person around them or even like what am I gonna do this weekend or planning a trip or whatever you wanna do, just plan other thoughts to think about for this day or the future so you're not focusing on those negative thoughts. You also wanna identify your triggers. I have a lot of different things, whether that be certain foods or certain places or certain clothes that trigger me, and I try to avoid those. Obviously you wanna challenge yourself with certain things because that's part of recovery, but don't put yourself in triggering situations if you don't have to. So for example, like going on certain trips and stuff can be triggering for me. And I was gonna go on a trip last month, but I know like my mental health was not there yet. So, I've pushed the trip off a month and I'm going to California like I said in a few weeks, but by then I will have had like 5 therapy sessions, so I think I'm setting myself up for better success on that trip by knowing that it's going to be a triggering and kind of anxiety-inducing situation and instead of putting myself in that right away, spending time in therapy and talking about it there and figuring out what I can do to set myself up for success, and then I'm still challenging by myself. I'm still challenging myself by even going. But I think doing it this way is going to be better in the long run for myself. Practicing self-care is also super important. And maybe, like, so maybe give yourself some rewards for your small successes. You do want to, like, acknowledge your successes and improvement you made, like what, like I said, when you're going to be tracking, like, how you're feeling and your improvements in your mental health. So if you feel like, oh, I haven't had a panic attack in, like, three weeks, maybe treat yourself for that and try not to make these rewards stuff that's been triggering in the past. Like, if you had an e- have an eating disorder or have had an eating disorder, maybe don't make these rewards food-related. Instead, maybe go get your nails done, get a massage, go to the movies, maybe get, like, new workout clothes or put a coin in a jar. Or even, like, maybe after you go to therapy if that's stressful for you, the fact that you went is great, you should celebrate that. Maybe go out with your friends or just hang out with people afterwards and who make you feel good. And the biggest thing you can do to set yourself up for success is to take it day by day and honor your feelings, thoughts, emotions, whatnot. Little improvements on the daily make for better positive change over time. Your mental health most likely is not going to change in a day, but if you're making these little improvements like going to therapy or stopping disordered habits and stuff, over time it's going to make change and you're going to look back on it and see the improvement. So don't expect it to change overnight, but I believe in you guys and these little improvements and just working towards it every day is what will bring you success in the long run. So I want to end this episode with giving you some weekly affirmations. I used to do favorites, but I find that I didn't have things to talk about every week and I think that this... Um, inclusion of the affirmations will be better in the long run for you guys so i have some reasoning i wrote down as to why affirmations are important okay so this is what i found uh words can be powerful and when reaffirmed each day they ingrain and influence positive feelings and behaviors they're a constant reminder of our goals and how we want to how we wish to feel about ourselves our loved ones and our lives in recovery they remind us of the path we're on why we're on it and why it's so important to remain steady and strong along the way so that's why i wanted to include some affirmations at the end of each episode so this week's affirmations i'm going to repeat them three times each are as following i am more than a body i am a body mind and soul I accept anxiety will happen, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming, and I can breathe and find inner balance. I am worth the time and effort put into planning and attending to my recovery. I am more than a body. I am a body, mind, and soul. I accept anxiety will happen, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. I can breathe and find inner balance. I am worth the time and effort put into planning and attending to my recovery. I am more than a body. I am a body, mind, and soul. I accept anxiety will happen, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming, and I can breathe and find inner balance. I am worth the time and effort put into planning and attending to my recovery. So, I don't know if that felt good for you guys to hear. It sounds kind of weird, like, repeating stuff to yourself multiple times, but it really does help, and like I said, repeating these things will... Influence positive change over time. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Found it helpful. I kind of went into therapy this week, but I think next week is when I'm going to start a little mini series about therapy and kind of what it's like going to therapy and the process of getting evaluated for therapy and stuff and my tips and tricks. So I'll go into that next week. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Haley Nimick and the podcast at Skinny Stories Podcast. I love you all so much. You are all so strong and so beautiful. And I will talk to you guys next week.